Do you know who went to the same high school out here in Iowa? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Brandon Ralph. Brandon Ralph. Oh, is that right? Yes. And Superman, huh? Jason Momoa. Oh, kidding me. Yes, you did. Jason really? Momoa. Yes. Um used to was was on track to be a professional hockey player. And then he took up acting. Wow. Well, he made the wrong decision. No shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, whenever you're ready. Oh my gosh, we're already recording? Okay. Oh, 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 did I rec- say record already? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Just hold on, conveniently no, no. forgot to uh, mention. Tell that. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Welcome to the con. Lots and lots to discuss today. Wow. I love it when we have new segments, you know, because yes. you never know where they're going to go. And today is that day. We're going to be introducing Feel Good Fridays, followed up by another episode of What If, the Marvel series on Disney+. And then it's been some time, but I feel like Tony needs to get something's off his chest. And no, I think this... all of us are going to get something off our chest in this this edition of FTG. I have a feeling you're right. So, you know, FTG is coming up. The fall dump. The fall edition. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the fall dump. Let's keep the fall the dump fall in. Fall dump. The fall dump. <laughs> all fall right. Dump. And then um, some pop quickies, and then we're going to call it a show. Let's see where the show takes us. You guys ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Always ready. Come on. Why don't you say that? For I'm me always more? ready, right. except for when I'm Thank not. You. All right. Does that work? <laughs> that works. That works for me. All right. Let's do it. Ready? Yes. Feel good yes. Friday. I was hoping you'd sing with me, but it's Feel Good Fridays. I'm not going to sing with you. Oh my no, gosh. I don't feel it was good. Feel yes. Good Fridays. But Feel Good Fridays is something that, that uh, the comment are going to start taking over. And. We just have a list of stuff that we focus on Fridays that just make us feel happy and good and just proud to be whatever. Just proud to be proud. (laughs) Proud proud to be proud. (laughs) Proud to be proud. If you guys haven't picked up on this, I think with October around the the, the, – we're now in October. And uh, this is going to be a very Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type of episode. We're going to start off feeling all good and warm and cuddly. And then as the show progresses, we're going to start showing that ugly side of Mr. Hyde. So, you know, just join us. It's it's kind of a, uh, that's the theme of the show this week. And with uh, Feel Good Fridays, uh, Brian is right. That is something that we consciously wanted to bring to everybody's attention because there's been a lot of good shows out there and a lot of good stuff that makes you feel good when you watch it. And I just feel it needs the spotlight on it because there's so much out there that is just always so dark and so blah, blah, blah. And, right. and I'm mad at everybody, mad at the world. Complex. Yes. Everything is making me angry. We yeah. need the breath of fresh air. We need to feel good. We need a recharge. We need a reset. We need a whatever you want to call it. But if it makes you feel good on Friday, then share it with the con men and maybe Please. we'll mention it. But yeah. one of my most favorite things to do on Friday is talk to Tony and, and yes. a few other clo- close friends about my favorite show recently, and that's Ted Lasso. And I feel like we talk about it so much that it's always kind of been in the background of our show 
But man, does this show make me happy. I mean, this show just came out of nowhere for me. And um, I jumped on it after season one um, aired and I binged the whole thing really quickly. And I was just in love with it. And, you know, now I look forward to Friday's. And, you know, because that's the new episode of Lasso, and I, I'm going to be sad when season two ends, but I got season three to look forward to. And I just, this is a show about somebody who is genuine and who is good and very quirky, but that positive vibe is very contagious, you know, in the in the environment that he's in. And he is surrounded by a lot of people in, you know, in, in all intents and purposes, you know, it was kind of a toxic relationship, um, work environment, you know, people were just unhappy and just his positivity and his demeanor and his, you know, just him being him, um, was off putting at first. And then now you feel like you need it. And it is such a contagious feeling that I, I, I feel like I'm part of the show. Like, like I need my, my, you know, my lasso moment, my Ted talk. I need him to pump me up for the week. I need him to get me through this weekend. And I just feel so good. I am rooting for him. And, you know, I just, I cannot say enough about this show. I am such wow. a fan and I'm always talking to Tony about it. Um, Guys, Boy, and that's his rant, show, right? right? That, no, that's his rant. That's his rant. Your mind yeah. is going to be all evil, and here he is. Is it evil? Ranting. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about FTG later oh. on in the episode. I'm going to be Mr. Evil, and here you are ranting well, about this is the uh, Dr. Tabasso. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde so. <laughs> episode, I guess. Yes, and you are you are the perfect um, Dr. Jekyll right now, Brian. So the sun is uh, I could not agree with you more <laughs> when it comes to Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is. Um, uh, if you don't know what this this premise is about, you can find it on Apple Plus TV. The premise is a football coach, an American football coach, decides to take a job over in England to manage a football club, which is soccer here in the in the states. And his way of coaching is very unorthodox. It's very uh, in in line with Mr. John Wooden. It's very upbeat and very ins- inspirational. And you see the magic he starts working from within this team. And it is an absolute joy. I enjoy watching it every single week. It brings me happiness. There's been a few times where I have actually teared up because of the show. It is just, it is the most, it's the most perfect show for the most effed up time that we're living in right now. And I just wish we had more and more of this. Yeah, I feel like this is almost like my weekly, you know, you know, I don't know, Zen moment, you know, almost like yep. a meditation, like a reset. I don't know. It's like a, like, you know, feel good medication through a TV show. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like your Prozac. <laughs> it's like you're so. taking your Prozac, but, but without know, any of the gnarly side effects of it. Right. right? It's right. just like, oh, and it only cost me an good. Apple Plus subscription. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and then that also follows into the, the, the next thing I think is just, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Wayne. No, so you guys have been talking about this, and you guys have been very kind to not spoil it for me because obviously I have not watched any of Ted Lasso. Yes, but so you said the, what the next the season finale is coming up soon, correct? It's, so, it's so one more episode, and yeah, and it's done. Okay, so are we planning on doing a season recap? Maybe we need to. Point? We need to have a TED talk. Yes, yes, <laughs> we t- yes, it's TED talks. No, we should call it. T- I think that's already copyrighted. So we should oh, probably talking right. about something else, right? So. Uh, Maybe um, um, 
Kent talk. Kent. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. <laughs> Roy Kent. I don't know. But anyway, this show is just magical. You, Wayne, um, yeah, you have not seen it though, right? So I'm just saying, is it worth pulling a Cobra Kai for? Yes. No. Yes. No, but don't don't speed through it. Enjoy. No, yeah, take Enjoy your time. It. Yes, yeah. take, yes, don't, no, no, don't, don't, don't. Like, yes and no. Don't watch it at one and a half speed. Watch it <laughs> yes. at regular speed and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah okay. just enjoy every single scene. Oren, I know that you have been watching it as well, right? And, and you're a fan? Yes, yes. Oh, definitely, yes. I'm definitely a fan. Yes, I have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Maybe you, we heard call it, the, you heard it from him. Right. The big O it, right there. It's got Oren's stamp of approval. <laughs> the orange Maybe we can call it like looping back with lasso. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And also on Fridays, uh, one of my favorite shows has just uh, started its se- new season, and that is The Great British Baking Show. This is a show that brings me such joy. And that's uh, Ted Lasso and British Baking Show on Fridays. That is why Feel Good Fridays just feels so good to me. I know that when I get home from whatever stress I've had in the day, I'm going to come home, watch some Ted Lasso, and then I'm just going to follow it up with the Great British Baking Show. If you have not watched a show, it is magical. It is a competition, but it is not in the vein of we're going, we're going out to get you. It is all about uplifting one another in order to succeed and to be the Great British Champions and and they don't even do it for money. This is the crazy thing There's about no this money show. Involved? There's I never no even money involved. <laughs> you know what they? You know what the prize is? The prize is a pie plate <laughs> with the Great British Baking Show on it. That is it. That's the prize. It's, it's not money. Yes, pride. exactly. It's more about pride and the journey that you go on with your fellow bakers. And I just, I love Prue. I love um, Mr. Hollywood. Paul and Hollywood. Paul Hollywood and his handshake. I just right in those dreamy eyes, man. Yes, yeah, they're so blue. I just get lost in them every single Gosh. time. The two hosts um, um, are are great. You know, like like Tony just mentioned. But then even the um, um, little quirky uh, co-hosts, yeah, the, right? There. Well, I'm sorry. There's two judges, and then there's two hosts. So the yeah. judges will set the challenges for the show, and the bakers will have to you know, bake a certain thing in a certain way based on whatever the challenge it is. And then the two hosts will kind of do a little check-ins with each baker as, as they're making their stuff and they're comedians and they're funny and it's very British humor, humor. Um, and it's just a, like Tony said, it's a feel good show. I like cooking shows. I'm more of a Gordon Ramsay guy. And I know uh, oh. uh, Tony hates that, but uh, I, I love his shows. No. So I'm a big fan of, uh, of Ramsay stuff where it's a big old competition. He's in your face and everything's high intensity and stuff like that. And this is I don't. almost the complete opposite. It is very low key and, I mean, there is stress. Do you Don't know why? Me wrong. And that's yeah. But do you know why I love this show? Is because it takes that. It to me, I've always found joy in the in the kitchen, right, Brian? I know that you yeah, cook things. Yeah. I cook things. We had right. a hot dog competition. Yes. And to me, I felt like the kitchen is a place where you should be able to express this stuff and experiment with things and cook things and a source of joy. That is why I hate Gordon Ramsay so much. The no guy is way. the antithesis of anything he, that is is nice and pure and fun about no, cooking and turning it into a a job and a and um, well, let's if, if you want you know we can talk about 
Ramsey later, but yes. you know, there there Sorry. is a method to I his digress. madness. I am a I am a fan. Again, Tony and I do not see eye to eye on this, and I like his restaurants. I would love to meet him someday, but I am a fan. And uh, but the British baking show, my wife turned me on to this show. She loves cooking competition shows, and it's so much fun, so much fun, and um, it also makes me feel good. So. There you have awesome. it. Um, yeah. What, did, are, just what please. we got next? Uh, so I want to get uh, Wayne, uh, since it is our feel-good segment, there was one game that really made me feel good, and I know it made Wayne feel really good, and I want to get an update on Animal Crossing. I know that you've been back to work, Wayne. I know that uh, things have kind of are on the uptick for you uh, career-wise, but that Beg the question, what is the status of your island right now? Are you still doing it? Are you still having fun with it? Is it something that still makes you feel good? Or what, what's just give us an update? Short answer is yes, but, and this is the thing, like, uh, um, ironically, we've been traveling a little bit for the past week and uh, we've somewhat neglected our island. You know, maybe we've only been checking in once every several days, which oh. then obviously, um, you know, you get weeds growing all over and people, you know, yeah. your islanders going up to you saying, Hey, where, where have the you fuck been? You been? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, they do tell you that, don't they? Yeah, they do. Do actually, one of them actually asked me, like, "Hey, have you been on vacation?" I wanted to say, actually, I have been. Uh, but honestly, we still do play it from time to time, and it's a nice little routine. I don't think that makes any sense, especially during the whole pandemic. And I know we talked briefly about this in the past episode, but providing when I was furloughed, there was no sense of structure. Time didn't really seem to exist. That yeah. gave us that structure of some sense of normality. Our normalcy, I'm sorry to say. Yeah. But um, so we do still play it and it's still we'll still enjoy it. But one thing is right now we love is that it changes seasons. So it's now going into the fall season. So yep. all the pumpkin things are coming up and decorations, which is Dana's favorite time of year. So we're, you know, we're about to do decorating our house uh, later today as well. That being said, there is going to be an update coming up pretty soon. Oh, um, and what's with It was that announced update? in the Nintendo Direct uh, not too long ago and it's, Supposedly going to have a its own Animal Crossing is going to have its own direct sometime in October, and they're announcing called Roos Cafe. And apparently, for people who played past Animal Crossings, and this is my first one, so I don't know the context of this, but it's a known feature, a known character named Brewster who has a little cafe in the museum, and apparently it adds another layer of playing and interaction. And so, I think. People that are fans of their game supposedly are very much excited about this, so I'm very curious to see what this update is, and it's free for everybody, so stay tuned for that. I can't wait. I can't wait, but that is a great thing. So I'm I'm glad to hear you that your island is not in disarray and that you're still paying attention to it. That's right. I really That was the one thing I really was like, you know, now that Wayne's back to work, I really wonder what the status is of his island. Because you know, if you haven't had the chance to visit his island, and maybe we should take a screenshot, Wayne, it is the most fantastic island I have ever seen. Wait, and can, the, I, I'm not, I don't play the game, but can anybody just go to your island? Is that how um, If you how have the game... If you have this code. I, 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 actually code. Give you, I can actually give you a code for it so you guys could visit, and we'll, we'll put it up on our socials if people want to see it. Yeah. But can, can people talk to you on the island? Uh, uh, and like tell up, them that that they're a fan of the the knowledge of nothing. They could. I mean, if the thing is, if you connect up, if I set up the area where uh, you can set it up where you have visitors come. So if they have your access to your code to your island, they could technically come visit you. Wow, could, that's awesome. Yeah. Do so our fans want to visit one of the con men on his Animal Crossing island? 
Well, we'll see. We'll see. Can you Jeez, build things well, on that island? That's a that's that's a, yeah, like a yeah. podcasting studio. <laughs> well, ironically, oh. in my house, I have a desk podcasting recording station in my house. Who wants to oh, see Wayne, really? Wayne's house on Animal Crossing? Oh my god, <laughs> it's amazing! Oh my Take goodness. a screenshot of it, Wayne, and send it to me, and we'll put it on our socials for Feel Good Friday this week. Right, we're totally invading so, Wayne's game here. Yeah, but right? isn't it amazing anyway. how far games have come to where we yeah. could just do this kind of stuff now? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just I mean, it's I know come I'm a long aging time myself. since the. <laughs> Since the Atari twenty six hundred and the stick and the one button, yeah, or or combat. Remember combat? That game combat that you used to play. Oh my gosh, spent hours and it was like the cheesiest graphics of all time. Or Pong, yes, I know. Yes, it's just classic stuff. But I guess it's since uh, we're we're kind of uh, I, I wanted to use this opportunity to again bring up another show that. Technically, I, I was I was on the fence about um, whether or not it's feel good or not. But after talking to Brian offline and really discussing the depth of this show, we decided yes, we're going to include it, even though the title of the show no, will it, make you go. What? It's a feel good show, <laughs> and to me, it's a feel good show, and that is only murders in the building. It is a Hulu exclusive, and. I absolutely love this show, and to me, it feels it's a feel-good show. Even though it says only murders in the building, it's about two people that or three people that come together to solve a crime, a murder that has happened in the building. But I'm going to let Brian discuss a little bit more why he thinks this fits into the feel-good category. So, go ahead, oh, Brian. Oh my goodness! So, picture this: Tony calls me up and just asks, by the way, are you watching Only Murders in the Building? And of course, I knew nothing about, which is not unusual for when Tony suggests something to me. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, right. Right? And he says, you've got to start watching this. And then lo and behold, my wife has already been watching this, but yet has not said anything to me. Usually we watch <laughs> television shows together, um, but did not think that this would be my type of show. So she kind of kept it to herself. <clears throat> So Tony then goes to, you know, onto his little uh, selling pitch on why I need to start watching this show. And he says, the two main characters, which are played by uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short, uh, remind him of him and I. And the characters' personalities are scary accurate to (laughs) Tony and I. And it's almost invasive. (laughs) You know? <laughs> and uh and these two guys who are total opposites of each other decide to start a podcast and yes as they're, they're as they're as they're as they're trying to solve this murder right them along with selena gomez who i i liken to the wayne character but everybody else thinks i'm i'm crazy for saying that but anyhow uh, <laughs> It's just, uh, yes, Brian thinks I'm crazy. Uh, but that's, they, they decide to start a podcast along with this because, of course, as we all know, true crime podcasts are where it's at right now. It's all the rage. Yes, but anyway, I digress. But Go ahead. anyway, the, the, um, the real relatable aspect, and this is why it is a feel good for, for Tony and I, is one, the personalities are totally relatable, relatable for us personally. And 
the things that they go through to start a podcast, Tony and I have literally done. And yes. it is very, very funny for us to see that, you know, to see it on screen. And I'm like, oh my God, we've done that. Or we've heard about that. Or we've tried this. Or, you know, yeah. and it's Buying just- tons and tons of equipment because we're trying to figure out what sounds the best. <laughs> and they're spending all of this money that they don't have on all of this equipment. And uh, it's just- you know, testing uh, sound qualities, you know, talking in closets. <laughs> Tony and I have literally- uh, Put, tested uh, our, our sound quality with towels over our heads. <laughs> yes, yes. That is the lengths that we would have gone to for this show. And uh, this thing is, I think it to me is more about the creative process than it is anything else. So that's why I think it's really feel good because you see these two opposites coming together to make this show. And I could not help but see myself as the Martin Short character and Brian as the Steve Martin character. Uh, there are some things that they delve with uh, personality issues wise where I it, it strikes really close to home for me. And I know, Brian, there was one specific part that you thought really kind of um, made you uh, like it really struck a chord with you. And that had to do with the eggs, correct? Yeah, you know, like um, I know Steve Martin's character has uh, – he's very organized. He's very clean, very tidy. He likes to be alone. Um, all the things that I can totally relate with. And <laughs> and uh, he has a certain routine where he makes eggs in the morning for – you know, I don't want to get too far into the show. But it, part of his daily routine is that he makes eggs in the morning. Even if he doesn't eat them, he throws them away. But I totally understand that. You know, you have this routine, you have this, uh, this, this, this process, and it's like a checklist. And <clears throat> um, I, I do a lot of things kind of like in robot mode because it's part of my checklist. It's part of my routine. And and if that doesn't happen, I just feel off for the day. You know, like it's it. You know, like I'm I'm probably sounding really crazy right now, but. It's just who I am. And when I saw that that scene and they've shown that scene a couple of times, I totally got it and I totally related to it and it made sense to me. And, you know, and uh, so, yeah, it's scary accurate. So if you want to see a peek into our brains even more than uh, on this podcast, please watch Only Murders in the Building. It is a great show. It's well written well acted and it's just a lot of fun and you can totally see who tony is and who brian is through these two characters don't let the title fool you it is a comedy yes yeah it is it's a total comedy but uh yeah so that really concludes our feel good friday i I really want friday to have that you're going into the weekend you're going to enjoy your your weekend let's kick it off by feeling good and and just celebrating these nice little things along the way that will help set the tone for the rest of your weekend so i hope that you at some point get to visit one of these shows that we've talked about and get to experience it the way we have experienced it so i i just uh i just felt it was something that we needed especially for where we're going to be going uh in this episode but I, I, I want to talk about something before we get to the big FTG fall dump. I want to talk specifically about what if. Last week on the podcast, Brian and I were at our wits end with what if. Uh, I was more at my wits end with the MCU. I didn't see where it was going. I didn't, I was, you, you know the drill. If you want to listen to it, go back to, the, to, to last episode and you'll hear what my rant was. 
I just want to say I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> what? Wait, I was wait, wrong. What? Mark, mark this I moment. Was wrong. Mark this moment. <laughs> yes, I know. Because what if episode eight just to me knocked it out of the park and it explained everything. It helped me get back on track. So with these two episodes that were, in my opinion, dogs, they have now redeemed themselves with What If Episode 8. I'm not going to really go into it, but it is just a fantastic episode. Brian, did you watch it? Do you feel the same way? I did watch it, and I feel like I called it. I said, Marvel needs one good episode or movie to get everybody back on board. And... uh yeah. This was it. This was, you know, like, okay, now we understand what they're building up to and we're I, I'm interested to see where they take it from here. And just a quick, quick uh, uh you know, question for the group here. Who had vision as part of their Marvel's villainous pricks you know, on their team? Did anybody pick vision? Vision or ultimate? As an MVP? No, I think he would have yeah. been an Avenger, no. right? He would Vision's an Avenger. Yeah, he would have been. Okay. I'm just saying. If you guys have not watched episode eight of What If, watch it. You'll understand what I'm saying. But whoever would have picked Vision, I know he wasn't part of the board, would have won. Yes. <laughs> you know? and, uh, uh, good it, thing oh my God. Ultron did not download himself into Vision. Let me tell you, it was scary. You know, like it, it just would have been the end of all, end of everything. Yes. Yeah, totally. So my question yeah, for think you, of- the two of you real quick is that do you think there's one episode left? Do you think they could wrap it up in one episode? Uh, you know what? I think they're if they're I think they're going to yes. leave it as a cliffhanger. I don't think so because uh, uh, to me, uh, I think they can. Yeah, I think that they're going to be able to to fix this part up, but it's going to leave all of this other dangly stuff that needs to be dealt with. All of this mess that's kind of left behind. Uh, I don't know. It just it was an incredible episode. It, the the concept was what if Ultron. Um, was was right is that what it was or successful was, in downloading himself into vision there you go and he thanos comes in just uh, you want to talk about a really scary episode and just seeing how nuts things get this is the episode that really ties all of this together and i see that maybe the next episode because this is the last of the season is it correct going in yeah next week uh, yeah, there's just one more episode left, and it is just um, – I'm looking forward to it. I think that they're going to bring up all the big guns. They're kind of playing it that way. The thing I really enjoyed about this was they tied in episode three, which was one of my favorites, the Doctor Strange episode, uh, and they tied this up very nicely at the end. And to me, I just can't – I'm looking forward to what's going to happen this next following week. But it, to see that Doctor Strange is going to – be at the center of all of this is just exciting to me. But, and I know they Marvel wants these what if or not just the what if, but the um, Disney Plus series to be canon and to be part of the storyline. And now I'm just speculating here, but man, we've gone through this incredible journey on what if now that the Watcher. Spoiler alert! Uh, apologize if anybody hasn't seen it yet, but please go see it if you haven't already, and then loop back to this part. But the Watcher and the, I don't know, evil Doctor Strange um, have now met. And, you know, there is an opportunity now for them to kind of fix the whole vision threat. Catastrophe. 
Right. But then this Doctor Strange has been known to absorb other beings' powers. You know, and I think maybe this will have something to do with looping in the multiverse of madness. Or, you know, maybe he can he's working with the watcher now, you know, controlling the multiverse. And now, you know, we have we know that another Doctor Strange movie is in the works where, you know, they're they've got a big mess to clean up, whatever that may look like. And uh I have a feeling that maybe this will have a lot to do with it. I think it also really set the tone too for the movie uh, that's coming out, the the Multiverse of Madness, and Sam Raimi is really good at horror stuff. So I and they wanted somebody that had this horror element to them. So I now see where they could possibly be using this what if as a horror inspiration, where basically maybe at some point Strange has to confront himself, and boy oh boy, will that be a lot of fun. I mean that's if they go that route, but anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I just wanna, I just wanted to apologize to Marvel and the MCU. I <laughs> doubted you. All of that stuff was like I, I was, I had all my doubts, but this one episode has just basically, um, I felt like Marty McFly at the dance, the under the uh, under, uh, under enchantment the under the sea. Yes. yes, and all of a sudden I feel like. Once, you know, uh, this episode came, I sprang back to life, and now I'm singing uh, Johnny Be Good on the stage. And, you know, uh, well, right. I digress. Angel, Earth Angel. Hey, Brian. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Hey, Brian, yeah, that's right. You know, we have to wait till next episode, and then Tony's going to revert back, right? I know, right? This is <laughs> yes, Star Wars all over again. You know, like, I've Shut played up. this record, right? I've seen uh, yeah, it. I know, I going, know, and it skips. Right? It skips, right? right? <laughs> oh it kind of does this gosh. loop, and it keeps, like, it, yeah, it skips, right? it skips, yeah, and it keeps going it. backwards. I, I know. love it, though. Oh, whatever. I'm okay, just going to watch anyway. it 11 more times, and then maybe I'll like it. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, well, that's enough of this uh, this segment. Uh, we'll be back with FTG, the fall dump, after a word from our sponsor. Welcome back, converts. Our con men are back for more, and so is Soycat. Visit the Soycat Candles online store and stock up on 100% natural soy wax candles infused with essential oils. Animal, earth, and human friendly. Visit Soycat Candles at www.soycatcandles.com. That's www.soycatcandles.com. Soycat Candles, 100% soy, 100% pa-sum. When are you going to learn? Always ready. Always ready. I'm always ready. Right. Please save. Except for when you're not. Except for when I'm not. That was your thing for the longest time. I know. I'm always ready. But the moment it became your thing is the moment you dropped it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's part of my list. Because I was shaking the page. All right. Okay. Well, yeah, there you go. Okay. Right. Yes. Tony, are you ready? I am ready. I'm always oh, ready. You, That's what man. I needed. Always I ready. <laughs> always ready. Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. Is that is that is that, is that what you were asking? One more time. I'm ready. All right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm over it. I'm not going to ask you anymore. Okay. All right. Okay. Anyway, Wait, here we go. Let's start this segment. <laughs> oh, it's already started. Let's go. <laughs> Great, because oh. I'm always ready. I'm, I'm always ready to. No, you're not. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, now that our blood is going, our our blood pressure has 
What? You you were just talking over that. I was always ready, and now you're telling me I'm not ready. So, um, Ryan, let's just try that one more time. Did you hit the button while I was talking? (laughs) No, you were. uh, There was a pause. I hit the button, and it takes. There was a pause for a breath, but (laughs) yes, exactly. And that's when I hit the button. All right, I'm going to try it one more time. In three, two, one. And now. It's time for FTG. Fall down. <laughs> I just wanted to add that little teaser in there. I, I like, like it. I like it. And now I'm calm again. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, now that we got that out of the way, I think I'm going to start the segment off with talking about posers. Now... Posers have really kind of been getting to me lately, and I'm all about the the mantra, you be you, you know, I'll support whoever you are, but don't fake being you. I mean, like, you know, and that is what what gets me, right? Don't don't pretend like you're somebody you're not. I understand that maybe, maybe you're trying to change your image, and, and that's okay. That's a transformation process, and I support that as well. You know, yeah, it's growing, right? You're right. Totally. We, I'm not the same person I was, you know, a year ago, two years ago, last week, 30 minutes ago, you know, <laughs> you know, like it's, you know, we're all like going through this metamorphosis and, you know, developing whoever we are and I'm not going to get all deep, but anyway, posers. And what I mean by that is somebody who preaches one thing, but then does something else, a, a, a hypocrite. You know, and that is what really, really gets to me. You know, like, don't go off on your high horse preaching one thing and then doing something else. And, you know, like, there are several examples of like that in in the news and the media. It's like, you know, wear a mask, everybody, but I'm going to go to a real expensive restaurant and not wear a mask. You know, know, things like that. But in this case in particular, I know an acquaintance and I'm not going to call this person a friend because I don't think that we're on that friendship level, but you know, I follow this acquaintance on social media because in the inner circle that I'm in, it's socially acceptable or expected to just follow this person and, 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 and stuff. So every once in a while, our paths will cross. And I've noticed based on social media that this person has a lot of similar interests that align with mine. So in making pleasant conversation, I will ask about some of those shared interests. And this person will go on and on about, oh, I I post that, but I don't really partake in that activity, or I know somebody who does. Uh, I'm not really that type of person. And that's fine with me. But, uh, you know, my question is, well, why are you posting this so much? You know, and in fact, that's almost the whole feed is just, you know, uh, I'm I'm off on this crazy adventure today and I'm doing this. And they all look very, very cool. They all look exciting. Something that would anybody who would see this would want to ask this person about that. Hey, how was that experience? Oh, my gosh, that looked really, really neat. And then to talk to them. Oh, I didn't actually do that. I know I posted it, but I didn't actually do that. And that is a poser to me. I'm like, well, why didn't you do that? You know, like, are you, 
that's just not really my thing. This is what this person is telling me. You know, like I like going to the to the area or I, I hang out with a lot of people who actually do this. So I post a lot about it, but that's not my thing. And I'm like, well, why don't you post about your thing? And now I've realized that I'm getting way deeper into a conversation that I don't want to go into. So I quickly start backpedaling and looking for ways to get out of the conversation. Because like, again, this, per- this person's not a friend. You know, they are an acquaintance and I'm almost like at a point where I don't even want to talk to this person anymore because I just don't know what's real and what's not. And it just irritates me. It irritates me more than it should. It does not affect my life at all, but I don't know why that bothers me so much. You'd be happy with who you are. Yes, Wayne. You wish wish people had more sincerity, don't you think? I do. Yes, I I guess. (laughs) I I think that's probably it. Brian, Brian, can I just say something before you go on? Brian, I wish you would have told me about all of this about me offline. Okay, (laughs) Why do you have to bring it on the show? I'm very open with you. (laughs) Why why do you have to beat me down now? I'm sorry. Okay, I know I'm a hypocrite. I've said it from the get-go. I'm a total poser. I'm a hypocrite. I have all of that. Brian, I wish you would have just told me offline. You know what? uh, Tony, I will work on being more honest with you and more open with you. But, you know, like to to Tony's point, though, like Tony and I have that kind of friendship, you know, and I feel comfortable talking to Tony about this where this other person and I, we do not. And it's not my place. And I, I don't know if I'm more mad at myself for getting lulled into kind of a false conversation. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm mad at you. Know, yeah, yeah, but you're mad at yourself. This not, is it. Not yes. fuck this guy. Fuck me. You yes. know, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> Let's, yeah, I think this is all yeah, about, so, yeah, this segment is all about fucking You know what? Me, right? We've had yeah. a breakthrough today, and I feel I feel better about it. I actually do. It's nice to get that off my chest. Fuck me. I should not let this bother me. And I am moving forward from here. Tony, no, what do you got? Great. All right. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a story what, arc right what there. What a turnaround, right? <laughs> you know what? Man, I, feel, I apologize. You know what I feel like- <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. I apologize for this person that I was talking about because, sub, you know, unbeknownst to this person, they've helped me grow. And I like that. And there was there was my transformation. <laughs> so, Brian, can I ask you a right. question then? Uh, where's my yeah. five cents? I feel like Lucy in the Peanuts comments where she's got the psychiatrist open yeah. and uh, it's five cents. Yeah, you yeah. owe me five cents. All right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but anyway, it's coming. <laughs> Is that the only thing that you have for this fall yeah. dump? Gosh, you know, it's just that's been bothering me a lot lately. It's just the whole, you know, hypocrisy of a lot of things. You know, people not being who they are. They preach one thing, but then do another. And it just really, really gets to me. And in, and I know as an adult that it shouldn't, shouldn't, you know, it doesn't physically affect my day to day, but you know, like I just, I'm all about integrity and I'm all about, you know, yeah. you know, and there's if you nothing say it, worse. Right. And if you, if you live it and you say it, own it. And, and it, if you yes, and own it. don't, then, then don't, don't walk around like, like you're, you're higher than thou. And you know, you got to practice what you preach and I'm all about that kind of lifestyle. And you know, just do it. And, it, it and, and like I said at the beginning, right, if you are going through this transformation, like I want to become this person, then go on that journey to become that person, whatever that may look like. Wow, that's heavy, man. Woo, 
12. Yeah, it's heavy for me. Man, I'm (laughs) looking at my list. (laughs) I know. I'm looking at my list, and I'm going, holy shit. I mean, this is just like he's hitting on some really, like, raw nerves, and mine is just all fluff. But uh, anyway, it's just whatever. We'll get to me in a second. But I want to know. I want to go around the room here. Oren, do you have anything that you would like to add to the FTG list or no? Um, yes, actually, I do. A few years back, it's, well, FTG the CBs. And, uh, <laughs> the CBs. <laughs> the CBs. Okay. What the CBs stand for, for those that don't know the... Vernacular? Sort of, it's cock, the, the cock blockers. Okay, yes. Oh. So, <laughs> FTG the cock blockers. <laughs> and I Amen. do have a little story. I do have a little story to go with it. Um... So a few years back, a group of us are at a restaurant, and, you know, there's a group of us, so we're talking, waitress comes, and there was this one, the waitress was, well, I was flirting with her, and we were actually hitting it off, I thought. So... Yes, you were. I was there. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the group gets together and says, okay, when she comes back, you know, we paid, going to divvy up and say, Orm, we'll give you the money, you can give her the tip, and talk to her. Just a tip. <clears throat> well, <laughs> <you know. laughs> oh, that's a way. I was working. I was. I was working uh, towards no. it. But this one guy who wasn't even really in our group, but he sort of like this is going to sound bad. Paid his way into our group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, um. Yeah. When the time comes, he gets up and says, "Oh, I'm going to go to the restroom." Okay. Cool. All right. So he comes back. And says, oh, don't worry about the tip. I already got it. And, uh, but Orin, here's a t-shirt for you. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, he, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, Dude, tracked he knew down, that you were, hit, yeah, he knew you he, were hitting He, he knew that I was into yeah. Orin, and then that's what we were going to do. That was what we were planning on doing. And this was something and that was common knowledge around the whole table. It wasn't like it was something that was like yeah. hidden or anything like that. We all wait, knew wait, what the deal was. What What does a t-shirt have to do with anything? It was, well, the t-shirt of the certain establishment we were eating at. Right, he right, just, right. I don't, I, I don't know what it had to do with anything. He just came back he and probably said, probably felt I got, bad for, I, I, for doing the cock block. That's what it was. It was a right, guilt yeah. gift. Now that I think about it, yeah. It was a guilt gift. He felt guilty for cock blocking you. So wow. here's your consolation prize, so, a T-shirt. Right, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Especially for you to remember this night. You know, yes, did exactly. Did he sign your shirt? Yes, exactly. Yeah, did he sign so your I'm shirt? Like, I'm like, okay, thank you, Dick. And um, <laughs> Well, that's like a double FTG on that one, man. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, right? Fuck FTG that guy. And an FU. That's, yeah. Yeah, oh, my God. So... <laughs> that was please, just... Orin, yeah. please tell me you took that shirt and asked for her number, and she wrote it on that shirt for you. You would think I would have done that, but <laughs> but no, I, think actually, we were on I probably would not have done that either. Actually, we, we were on time constraint. <laughs> I, and actually, to be honest, after that we couldn't. I didn't find her again. She just like bounced or was on break or something. What yeah, she got it. She probably got tried to hide from this guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know, but well, yeah, I think anyway. I think I think Warren went home and I think he wiped his ass with that shirt. So there you go. All right, I so wiped that's my what ass he and thinks I burned about it. you. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> so, so yeah, FTG the CBs. What a, what a dick move. <laughs> FTG the CBs. I like that. And FTG the CBs. FTG the All right. CBs. Boy, wow. I, was I see that on a sticker. That. And actually, I do have a couple more little ones. FTG people who ask you a question but don't wait for the answer. 
That's a great one. I like that one. And as soon as you start saying an answer, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. It's like, well, listen, motherfucker, then if you're not going to listen to my answer, why did you ask the damn question? So that's that. (laughs) You just sort of want to knock him out. (laughs) And the last and last is just uh, FTG, people that suffer from CRD, which is I call cranium rectal disease. (laughs) That's when you got your head so far up your ass, you do not know where your head, your ass begins and your head ends, or vice versa. Um, Or where are these coming from? These are gems, man. Oh my God, there's so many acronyms today. The acronyms are flying eye, people. (laughs) All right, so so what's the story with this one, though? Well, okay, no, the, the most common one probably is people, you're walking, you're in a crowd, or just... In general, and they just stop right in front of you, just stop <laughs> for no apparent reason. And yeah, and, and it's like, <laughs> okay, so you almost run into them, and you know, anyway, so there's that. Or you give them directions, and you give them specific directions on you know how to get somewhere, where to go, and they go the exact opposite way <laughs> that you told them to go. Um, <laughs> Well, maybe and, they don't know the left from right. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you know, that, that sounds like more be, their problem. That, that, <laughs> yeah, that could be. But that could be put them in the, you know, ignorance level. Yeah, you know, or I, I relate to that first example that you said. Like when you're going shopping at a grocery store or Costco, oh, and then you're going down an aisle, and then you just stop in the middle of the aisle. And they don't yes. move to the side so you could get yeah. past. They just no, take exactly. the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the middle where you can't go around either way. And Oh, I, oh, I hate that. Oh. Yeah. So... <laughs> FTG, <laughs> what was that? C, CRD, CRDs, CRDs, and CBs. I love and CBs. <laughs> oh my god, we're just gonna have a whole line of gear, oh guys. I think with just all of these acronyms, I think this is awesome. But uh, yeah, those CRD are great. People are gonna need like a decoder disease. ring when they listen yes. to our show. <laughs> like, okay, hold on, right, yes. set the dial to F. He, okay, now this will stand for yeah. this. This will That's stand awesome. for that. <laughs> All right. Oh, hey, or do you have anything else before uh, we get going? No, those are just a few things. Um, and to circle back, the you know the, the, the CB situation could partially also maybe be on me. No, no, no. Don't own that shit. Don't own that shit. Don't own that shit. Well, okay. All right. Yeah, you know what? Just, yeah, no, forget it. No. Yeah, not in that situation, but just, yeah, just other CB situations. The reason why you couldn't find her at the end there is probably because she was in the back crying because there was a missed opportunity of a love connection with you. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yes. Wow. There we go. I like to think that. Yeah. That's nice. I think that. All right, Wayne, what do you have for us for FTG this this week? Man, I, I don't know if I could follow YouTube already, but um, I think the one thing for me, and just because of uh, how I recently came back from vacation, is fuck fires, wildfires. <laughs> I'm, I'm so oh. done with wildfires. And the reason I bring, I bring it up is that, obviously, last year we had a really, California had a really bad wildfire season, um, which also impacted a trip up to June Lake last year. Uh, but this year, got very lucky uh, based on the wind conditions, but... Fuck those fires, man. I mean, I mean, we have a friend that's also in the fire department. My brother is a fire firefighter now. It just it's so hard to you know manage those situations and the families and how the impact. So fuck those fires. Um, and this is much more trivial. You guys see, you know, you know, cell phones. You know, people sometimes use them to talk and make phone calls, right? 
And yeah. there's a part that's yes. an earpiece, and there's Wait, a part there that's a mouthpiece. Wait, is there a button for that? You know, <laughs> I, I, what annoys me is the people that just talk with it, where it only talks to the bottom of the phone, and the rest of the phone faces away from them. And I'm like, yes! what the fuck is that about? Yes. <laughs> yes! You know? I mean, oh why? Oh, God. And then they're putting it on speakerphone, so everybody in the mother could hear it, but they're talking with this, like, right next to their mouth. So I was like, no, either put it speakerphone, put it in your lap, or put it next to your ear where it's how it's designed. I, I don't understand that. You know, or like, yes. I, especially when they're driving. And they're like, oh, that's fine. This is hands free, right? You know, it's in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's all I got. Oh, those, those are those great. Are those are all great, guys. Boy, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, uh, to to follow that up. But uh, I'm just I just got a few that I want to get off my chest for the fall dump. Um, first off, I want to say what fuck the late night show hosts right now. I don't know what the fuck has happened to late night uh, TV in the past few years, but it has become this thing that is just not funny. It's not pushing the edge of anything. I blame fucking Jay Leno for this shit, but you know, everybody's too goddamn nice on late night. What happened to late night TV the way I used to watch it? When you had Conan on there, when you had David Letterman on there that was basically thumbing his finger at the... uh, uh, you know, thumb in his, did I say that right? Thumb in his finger. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. <laughs> but what happened? They, they were on the edge. They were edgy. They were funny. They wanted nothing but the laughs. They would poke fun of their upper management. But now it seems like they have no balls anymore. Jimmy Kimmel used to be the guy that had all of the balls. He would go on there. He had a man show. He did all of this awesome shit 10, 12 years ago, and now he's just nothing but a shill for the company. Same thing with Jimmy Fallon. Same thing with Stephen Colbert. I The status of late-night comedy is absolutely shit right now, and I can't help but think it has something to do with the corporations that are running it. So fuck those guys, because I want my old late-night television back where it had balls, where it wasn't afraid to be what it was. Eric Andre show is one of those examples of something that is just bananas and bonkers and just willing to push those edges. So fuck those late night show hosts. Okay. The next thing I want to get to is I want to say FTG to Tom Brady. You know why I want to say <laughs> FTG to Tom Brady is because that fucking guy is goddamn perfect in anything he does in his whole entire life. That man is just absolutely fucking perfect. Gosh. So you know what? Just because he's perfect. Right. Fuck that guy. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a yes. reason to like like the, the sorcery behind Tom Brady here. I know there is. What is but it? But it's oh I don't know. It's it's the it's the blood of ch- children. I think that's what no, it is. It, no, he's used, no, <laughs> what is, no. What is it? Avocado ice cream. <laughs> oh my god even more that's even more reason why to say fuck that guy avocado ice cream what the fuck is that avocado about, like, ice cream it's all about Go ahead, like Orin. the whole no, like, i just want to say which is why i was so happy that he lost last week yes right, right. but yeah, i was also equally as happy that his team beat dallas <laughs> Go fuck yourself on that too. So fuck that guy. Fuck Brian for saying that about Dallas. Fuck you, no, Brian. Absolutely. But anyway, go, I just want to say, go, go, hey, go, go. Go ahead. You know what? Dana would hundred percent agree with you about fuck Tom Brady. She can't stand <laughs> yes. that guy. She A cannot stand that guy. I know, right? Oh my god! Right, hit that. Dana and then, have you seen that? Oh yeah, Dana, I'm her up. <laughs> yes. 
Hold on one second. There we there go. You go. Hey. Yes. Oh, but uh, yeah, fuck that guy. And have you seen his new commercial for Subway? It's like a commercial, yeah. but not <laughs> a commercial. Funny. It's like fucking, yeah. uh, it's genius. All, but, but at the, the same line. time, yes. He's the like, last oh, line. Yeah, yeah, I... I I smell so good, I can almost taste it. Because he doesn't eat fucking so, bread. That's what fuck? he says in the commercial. But I don't eat bread. Yes, it's <laughs> so fucking... And he's commercial. getting paid. He's getting paid because that shit. His life Brady. is fucking perfect. Right, he's, he's winning Brady. at life. He's winning oh at life. Oh my God, he's totally winning at life. So you know what? <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck him, right? You know, just fuck him. Oh, man. Anyway. All right, I, and last, but I, I was going to go into the Paul brothers too. Fuck those idiots. I am so sick. If anybody knows anything about these these fucking dimwits, they are doing nothing but milking you for millions and millions of dollars with these fake fights that they're doing with all these oh, people. Are they they're posers? They're all staged. Yes, they're fucking posers. They're fucking posers, and everybody is falling for it. They're giving them millions and millions of dollars for nothing but a fucking goddamn show. They, they are like the P.T. Barnum of our day right now. Now, they're the ones that are discovering that, you know what, there is a sucker born every fucking minute. And anybody that pays that fucking money for those pay-per-views, you are fucking just as stupid as them. And you know what, just fuck the Paul brothers. Fuck those guys so hard that you know, I just, I, I, I would never want to see them. Something came up actually yesterday. Mike Tyson said that he would love to get in the ring with those fuckers. Let's see if their money is going to come out in that thing. I highly doubt okay, that actually, anything I is going to happen. I would watch that. I would pay for that. I would watch that because <laughs> I would want to get... Actually, you know that. what? I'm not going to watch that because they're gonna be, there's going to be some kind of deal there where they're not. it's not going to be a real fucking fight. The, all of this stuff is just all fluff and it, there's no substance. It's not genuine. It is not sincere, so fuck the Paul brothers right now. And last but not least, I have to say, fuck this guy. He's been, he's, I think he's uh, now FTG Hall of Fame at this point. All three <laughs> right. things that we have done. FTG of the month? <laughs> yes, he's FTG no, Hall of Fame. Two months in a row. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, FTG of the year. Fucking uh, Time Magazine, first of all, for influ the most top 100 influential people, they have put these fucking numbnuts up as icons, and that is uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Merkel. I'm not so much about Meghan Merkel. She's whatever. I, I get it, whatever. I have a bone to pick with fucking Prince Harry. This guy comes over here, tells us that, you know, the First Amendment is bonkers and doesn't understand it, blah, blah, blah. And he's telling us how we should be living our fucking lives. Meanwhile, in 2009, he went to a fucking party dressed as a goddamn Nazi with a swastika on his armband. And do you think I'm making that stuff up? No, I'm not. Research it. You'll know it to be true. So when we're taking... Uh, when these people are the most influential people in the world and they go to a colonial and native uh, party dressed as a goddamn Nazi and nothing in this cancel culture is going to bring that up. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. And he's sitting here and he tells us that we need to be climate friendly, climate this, climate that. Meanwhile, he's taking fucking private jets wherever the fuck he wants, creating tons of uh, 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 pollution throughout the entire world. And this guy is telling us how we should be living our lives. This guy needs to leave the fucking country and he needs to go 
across the pond, go deal with his grandma, and you know what? Fuck that guy. Fuck him. I know. I don't want to hear any more about this guy. This guy is a goddamn. Uh, he's in the same thing, and fuck Time Magazine too. While I'm on it, because they have him <laughs> as an icon next to somebody by the name of Alexei Navalny. If you don't know who that guy is, that guy is a true icon. This is a guy that is standing up in his mother country, taking on Vladimir Putin. He is now in jail because of what he has said against this guy. This is a guy that is a true icon, in my opinion, not some fucking guy that comes over here in our country, ditches his own folks, and decides that he wants to make money here. And he's a fucking just a, he's everything that's wrong with fucking the upper echelon in this entire thing. They're a bunch of fucking hypocrites. So fuck him good and hard and nasty. God, <laughs> enough of that. I'm done. All right. And scene. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, Brian, you had something that you wanted to add. I'm sorry. I just was ranting and raving and uh, foaming I, I, at the mouth. I had a comment, but then I think you actually said it, you know, as the rant continued. <laughs> so, no, I did. What was the comment? I don't even <laughs> Do remember, remember, but I'm like, oh, okay, he touched about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just, again, I just, I have nothing but fucking oh, disdain for this person. Anyway, uh, enough of that. I'm, I'm so glad that I got, I feel so relieved. You know, now. it makes just, me curious. Who did Time Magazine ask about the influential people because like, i know I, I wasn't asked i wasn't given this this <laughs> census question i wasn't an email didn't pop up you know like and right? i'm not saying that i'm uh i'm uh somebody that they need to be asking but you know like like we have I a would, podcast damn I it would, i would enjoy the listeners. question like we've hey, got 12 listeners who, they need to listen to us who would influence you brian i mean i think i would have some pretty pretty good answers to that but i don't yes. think uh Prince Harry would be one of them. So, you know, like, no. I'm just curious on who is Time Magazine asking these questions and Himself. who has their pulse <laughs> on, on, you know what? I like that person at this moment. I think that they are uh, an influential person. I mean, like, like who, who gets asked these things? I don't know who fucking cares. It's all sell magazines that are fucking dying anyway oh, because the press is getting ready to go. I just fucking, I just, oh, God damn, it makes me blood boil and that's why i love that i have this outlet that i can let this stuff go and you know what i just feel cleansed i feel like i feel refreshed and that concludes the fall dump of ftg is there anything or anybody or anything that really gets on your nerves please feel free to always let us know you can send us an uh, uh an email at info at the knowledge of nothing uh, dot com or send us a direct message on twitter at the con men one or on uh Instagram, Brian. Yeah, and if you have something that may, really makes you feel good for Feel Good Fridays, go ahead and send that also <laughs> to the same socials that Tony just mentioned. <laughs> yes, yes, please. I want to hear more Feel Good Friday stuff. I, but, I'm all know, about the feel good. I know Tony feels good now that he just got all that yes, STD yeah. dump off his chest. I felt great after the Ted Lasso talk. You know, like, I got the dump off my chest. That's right. Was that like a Cleveland <laughs> steamer or something? Is that is that what you're saying? You know I got what? the Cleveland steamer off my chest. I don't know. <laughs> Just like <laughs> anyway, with sure. that said, we're here comes uh pop quickies up next, folks. Yeah, we're in a good mindset for this. It's time for pop, pop, pop quickies. You know, 
pop quickies is always a hard to follow after FTG, you know? That's just <laughs> right. <laughs> please tell me a Cleveland steamer questions on there for Tony. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, funny enough. I know. <laughs> How did you know? How did you know? That's a good segue point there, Brian. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm so sweaty now. I don't it's gross. I'm like, oh, anyway. I really worked up a storm there. Jeez. Well, you know, guys, let's start off with a food-related question. Um, I know that uh, for breakfast, you guys are familiar with uh, English muffins, yes. correct? And I know, you yes. know, Tony's really hopped up right now about all the British things. So let's <laughs> stick with the English muffin. But you guys are familiar with a crumpet? Do you know what a crumpet is? No, is I that do like a not biscuit know or something? You guys are so uncivilized. Oh my god! I know. Uh, what is a crumpet? You're just I don't now even know. figuring that out, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I know. It only took right? you a year. I drink Folgers coffee, Wayne. Do you know what? I, do you think I know what a crumpet is? <laughs> well, you know, I, you're also sommelier, so I, who knows? That's right. That's so true. a crumpet. Yeah, you, you want to talk about? Yeah, you want to talk about an oxymoron there? Right? <laughs> right. Jesus Christ! Right. Okay, it's just poser. about the moron part. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, so a crumpet. If you guys never seen it, uh, basically it looks like a, a ra- almost similar in a round of an English muffin, but it has like these little pores that are just on one half. So like the bottom side will be flat, you know, kind of like an English muffin, but the top side will have these little pores kind of like from like, you know, the gas bubbles coming out of it. And basically it's like a, like a little bread item. You toast it. You can put whatever you, whatever kind of topping like jelly, jam, peanut butter, et cetera, on top. So I was going to ask you guys if you guys had a preference one or the other, but since you don't know what the other is. Uh, English muffin. English muffin <laughs> because it sounds bigger, and I can put a, a sausage patty in there with an egg. And <laughs> I don't know about you. I just, you know what I love? I love the nooks and crannies. Do you? That's you like I all love. the nooks and crannies? I love nooks and crannies. That's right. Okay, little so flavor pockets follow- for you, huh? Well, look, I guess yes. the follow question is, what do you prefer on your English muffin? Ooh. Butter. Not, I just yeah. like flat out butter. I That's like it. Butter That's all I need. Maybe some strawberry jam. I like that. Jam really? or jelly? Jam or jelly? They're oh, the same okay. thing to me. Right. I, I, yeah. if, if I had jam or jelly in front of me, I could not tell you which one is different. I just, just like butter on there. All right, all right. Let's see here. Uh, you know, I'm gonna kind of go with a morning theme here because I know you know talk, you know Brian mentioned early in the episode that he has a bit of a routine and a bit, bit of a checklist, if you will, to get <laughs> things going in the day. Uh, so, what is the first thing you do between these two options? Do you, what do you, do you either turn on the TV or do you turn on music? TV. Or, wow. I mean, a- between those two, I, I rarely turn on music um, at all. I, so, if I'm listening to music, it's probably because I'm driving. Actually, if, this is weird. I actually, I wake up, this is, I don't know who else does this, but do you, I always seem to wake up. Happens about two or three times a week with a song in my head. Does that matter? Does that matter? I it's so I I don't watch the yeah, look at Brian. He's looking at me like I'm some numbnuts. But yes, I I I dream of songs and uh, then I'm singing them when I wake up in the morning. I, I it's weird. What song I know. Are you dreaming of? And then right, what song uh, is in your the, head right now? You want to know what's in my head right now? Yeah. Is brutal by uh, Olivia Rodrigo. So if you don't know what that song is, please listen to it. It is a good song. I like her a lot. Uh, but Olivia Rodrigo is in has been in my head. For for the past week, um, and I wake up with that. So I don't know if that answers your question, uh, but if if I have to answer between uh, TV or radio, 
TV I'm u- or, is not a thing because I'm usually running around because I have to be somewhere. Some- <laughs> so I, the first thing I, I listen to is, the, um, is when I get in the car and I have to drive, and that's yeah. usually music. Okay. Yeah, so, cause I- yeah, I have, a, like, my, my routine, I, when, I, when I get up, I use the restroom. Then I go right from there and make coffee. You know, the TV never really comes on until like night. Um, but then when I listen yeah. to to anything, um, I am I'm not a very big music person, even though I wish I I kind of was, but I'm not. But I listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh, you know I I try new podcasts out. I listen to those. I I have my my handful of favorite podcasts that I'll listen to every time that there's an update. You know, knowledge of nothing, um, and uh, <laughs> woohoo, woohoo, you know. And, uh, you know, it's just like, and especially if, if I have friends who do podcasts, I, I listen to theirs too, you know, and I'm going to give, you know, a totally, uh, a, a little, a plug to uprooted and to the, uh, verbal nectar, uh, podcast. Oh, and also the fan cave, which I'm and going to be a cave, part of. Yes. Yeah. The fan cave. I forgot about that. And, uh, that's coming up, uh, uh, sometime here in the near future. But, so, um, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, and then if I ever need a break from that, um, then I'll just throw some music on in the background. Wow. I mean, you know, the only reason why I bring it up because Dan and I have this routine and we noticed this that, that like for her mom, she turns on the news. Some people do that. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah, I used to. Yeah. I used I mean, to for, do that too. And then I, I, I've noticed over the past year that the news has just made me angry. So I've made it a conscious part to not do that. Yeah. <laughs> And from Dan and I, we like to put on some music. Like, uh, are you guys familiar with lo-fi, the genre of music? Yes, yeah. yeah it's, it's In fact, chill. I've got a channel, Lo-Fi Beats, yeah. that I listen it, to for on Spotify. Yeah, I listen to. We listen to lo-fi all the time, and it just kind of puts us in a nice little chill, kind of get into the groove type of mood. But anyways, Brian, since oh, you mentioned about to to coffee, I have a coffee-related question, of course, especially if after your Folgers response from last week. <laughs> but I know, I'm kind of afraid of this question now. <laughs> <laughs> So which do you guys consider the best instant coffee? Folgers, Maxwell House. Um, I believe it is also, oh, what was this other one? Sanka. Remember Sanka? Sanka's on the list. Taster's <laughs> Choice. And uh, was it the International Fla- uh, Coffee Flavor by, oh, who was this? Yes, I remember those. Yes. Wow. So of those, because these are old school. You know, yeah. nothing new. Totally old school. Yeah. Old yeah. school. But I, I wasn't a coffee drinker back then. But so yeah. So I have a favorite back. that's not on there. That is literally like a treat for me. And to to answer your question, Wayne, I'm only familiar with Folgers on there. The the rest of those names I'm not familiar with. So I don't I don't know. But um, if it's my birthday, or if it's a you know like a holiday gift or something like that, every once in a while somebody will get me a. a a can it comes in this yellow can of um, Farmer Brothers um, coffee, and I love it. It is literally a treat for me. It is so is good. Is it an instant coffee? Yeah, it's one you just scoop into, you know, oh, into okay. the coffee maker. It's not like a Keurig cup or anything like that because uh, I don't like those. Uh, I'm the type of guy that will make a, a pot of coffee and then just drink it throughout the day. Um, but uh, but yeah, Farmer Boys. Uh, um, coffee, they're not a sponsor of ours, but if they ever wanted to just send me stuff, then I would gladly take it. Um, <laughs> I'll take a couple breakfast burritos. They have some gnarly breakfast burritos. Right. 
But um, but yeah. So I'm sorry, Wayne. I, I know I didn't really answer your question. I'm just not really uh, familiar with those other brands. I know uh, mine. Is, mine is going to be automatically the international flavor. What what what, what was the name of that? Wayne? General what Foods International Coffees. You know. So yes, yeah. the international coffees. I loved. Uh, I, and the reason why I never drank that stuff. I wasn't a coffee drinker up until about two or three years ago. Um, but I loved the smell of it. I loved, like, my parents had it all, they always had it on hand, and I would love the Irish cream one. I would, like, sniff it in me. Mm, that smells so good. And then I would, like, I, I would think as a kid that it was, like, Nestle Quick, and then I quickly found out that it is not anything like Nestle Quick, <laughs> and uh, I thought it was disgusting. But I would still, from time to time, go over and uh, sniff these cans <laughs> Uh, that's me as a kid, Sniff I tell cans. you, you know, sniffing can. cans, spending an hour in the bathroom reading the encyclopedias, that's right. you know, that's just, that's, that's the, that's a day in the life as Tony as a child. So, um, <laughs> yeah, sniffing cans. And Man, <laughs> Cleveland steamers and flavor pockets. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found the title of our show. Oh my God. But don't think the wrong people will click on it. Uh, all right. Next question. What is... Your favorite flavor for potato chips? Oh, oh, that mine's mine's easy. Uh, favorite flavor? Um, barbecue. Really? Yeah, yeah. We're just talking about know. like those little plain old like Lay's potato chips, right? Yeah, flavor yeah. potato barbecue. Flavor? Um, yeah. Oh, and it has to be potato chips, not like uh, like Doritos, right? No, nope. yeah, potato chips. Okay, so um, oh boy, I've got uh, th there's there's two that I love. I have to figure out which one I like more. And I've decided. I was gonna say, it's is it gonna take you a while? <laughs> it's, it, it took me a second. Yeah, it's jalapenos. I, I love the jalapeno um, uh, chips. Oh, the, the other the one I was thinking about was salt and vinegar, but. That to me is like I need salt and vinegar on like special sandwiches, on special things. But all around, uh, jalapeno is always my go-to. I love the 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 kettle chips with jalapeno flavoring on there. It's just it's so tasty, tangy, spicy, and uh, I just I don't know. I love them. All right. Uh, when it comes to bags, which of the two do you have a preference for? A backpack or a messenger style bag? backpack yeah I, I you know i like the hands free uh, i feel like the messenger style kind of gets in the way you know it sometimes slides over to the front you know and i'm always messing with it with my with my hands i like the i can stuff the stuff in my backpack i can cinch it up tight or wear it kind of loose if i wanted to but my hands are free and uh i, I just feel it's more of a secure feeling you know, rather, I don't want the bag just kind of like I don't want the bag to have a life of its own over and around my body. <laughs> you know, like I want things secure. Um, I actually like the messenger bag. It was something that I, I every single day when I would come into work, I always had that that strap around right, and then um, around my shoulder, my brown cloth that you wore around I loved your body. It. That was, I, know. I know. And you it would was, it was it gross. down yeah. on the ground by your feet every morning. <laughs> and it's like 
Oh, wow. Is that a potato sack? What is that thing? <laughs> I got that actually from, I got that from uh, Bottle Logic. It was a Bottle Logic event. I know. Not a sponsor. And uh, <laughs> they, uh, yes, and I got that from there. And I loved that little satchel. You I found, came in you know, every felt, morning with that thing. I always wondered what was in Tony's bag of tricks, but I never had the courage to ask. Yeah, but it always looked felt, empty. You know, it always looked No, <laughs> I had stuff in there. I'm sure I you felt did. Like, you know I was rocking it like Alan from The Hangover, you know? I'm like, is that what you let thought? The dogs out? <laughs> who, 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 who let the dogs out? I loved it. I loved the satchel. It was my satchel. Yeah, it wasn't it was a, like a security. A, uh, what did you call it? What did you call it? Wait, a, a, a messenger, messenger bag? bag? Yes. Oh, it was my satchel. It's my satchel. Because <laughs> Indiana Jones had one too. He did. And he did. for our for our <laughs> listeners. God forbid when we actually do video, you don't want to see what Tony was, you know, gesturing and, you know, I don't know, wiggling or what do you want to call it while he was saying who to let the dogs out. It was not a good visual. This has been a very animated show for Tony. Who let the dogs out? Burn my eyes out. All right. right, Let's go to another question. Um, You guys use reusable water bottles. Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure that we're on the same page here. Do you guys have a pre- preference between plastic, a metal one, or a glass one? For me, it's metal. Mine is metal, and I like it. I don't, you know, I trying to stay more away from plastic items. Glass to me, I feel like it will break because um, uh, I'd like to think that I have an active lifestyle. <laughs> but more importantly, I have two small children, so um, uh, glass breaks. Plastic, I kind of want to get away from. Mine is metal, and I feel like I can throw it in my backpack or in my car and stuff. I'm not really too worried about it. It takes a lot of abuse. I would have to agree with Brian on that aspect. Metal, just for the same specific reasons he mentioned. Boy, we okay now. Aligned on that. Follow question: Is yours single walled or insulated? I don't know. What is hydro flask? That's what mine insulated. Okay, then that's what it is. <laughs> uh, mine is insulated, I believe. They're usually, um, yeah, yeah, it's insulated. Okay. Most definitely. Very cool. Okay, moving on to the next one. Uh, let's see here. What got a question for you? Random music-related question. You guys familiar with the Rat Pack? Yeah. Yes, right? of course I am. So, Frank Sinatra. Um, oh, my God. Dean. Uh, it goes on and on and on. Yeah. Yep. Joey Bishop. Well, let's go with the main uh, three. The, the, the main okay. three. Main three, right? Um, oh my God, the name is escaping me. Dean, last name. Dean Sammy Martin. Sa- uh, Dean Martin. 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 And God, Sa- wow. Sa- Sammy Davis Jr. Right. Yeah, so, so Sammy Davis Jr. So Frank, Dean, Sammy. Who's your favorite? Frankie. Frank Sinatra. Uh, I I loved I love Sammy Davis Jr. I just thought he was the coolest cat around. He was so funny. And his story was absolutely incredible. Um, if you haven't had a chance to just like read about who he is and, and some of the challenges he's been through in his entire life, the man lived a fascinating life. And the fact that he could be in this group during that time and be somebody of, um, of quite extraordinary fame it's just, uh, to, and, to, and he was funny to boot, and he was talented, and he, he could sing, he could do everything. I just found him to be, uh, you know, with the cigarette and everything. It was just, he was the coolest cat ever, right? He was just so cool. So Sammy Davis Jr. would have to be who I uh, would prefer. 
Yeah, you know, um, I I don't disagree with you at all. I mean, he is just one cool guy. Um, my wife, uh, you know, she comes from a very uh, rich Italian family, and they play a lot of <laughs> Frank Sinatra and and stuff. And um, we like Vegas. It's part of our Vegas uh, playlist when we're driving out there. A lot of uh, Frank Sinatra songs on there. You know, mixed in with some like Elvis and other uh, uh, Vegas hits. But um, yeah, just. Uh, you know, Sinatra. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, I'm not, like I said before, I'm not a big music guy, but I'm probably more familiar with, with that through my wife, um, than, than anybody else. So, but uh, I totally agree with Tony as well. I mean, I don't really think you can go wrong picking any of these guys. I mean, they're all legends, you know, and all legends. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I would be a Dean Martin guy. (laughs) See, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes the show work so well. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Uh, It really does. All right. Would you guys prefer to be the hero or the anti-hero? Hero. You know, I want to be the anti-hero. Shockingly. I've always wanted to be. In Shockingly. fact, I'm the, I'm the, yeah, I know. I'm the anti-host, right? I'm yes. the anti-host. And I, I, the, the anti-heroes are always so so much more fun. I mean, they have more they complexities do have more fun. to them. I, I yeah, totally agree. But... I think that we have way too many anti-heroes now, and to be a hero, I think, is something that I would like to aspire to. I mean, it's it's cool. It, the cool thing is to be the anti-whatever, but right now, I think that we need to be focused on um, bringing the best out in ourselves and being the heroes. I, I, the anti-host fad or the anti-whatever Hero is just, uh, I don't know. It's worn out. It's welcome. I'm sick of it. I just, I'd much rather see more Ted Lasso. So what's your answer? Are you, do you want to be the hero or the anti-hero? Yeah, I think I, I think I've changed my mind. I think I want to be the hero. All right, cool. Because I I think we need, I think we need more of those nowadays. I think too, like, um, if you're a hero, you're always a hero, right? You know, you don't just be a hero on your terms. And if somebody needs help or if there's something going on that you can, help with, then, then you should do it. And I just think that as a society, you know, um, more people should kind of, you know, stop looking the other way and, and, and yeah, or, or just not even stop looking the other way. Just be, be kind. Yes. Just, just be nice. Be, and, and that's what it is. You know, a hero can mean so many things to so many people, right? And sometimes it's just somebody being nice to you that day, you know, cause you need that, that moment of acknowledgement or, or whatever, you know, so just, I, I, I'm with you, Tony. Let's let's all take a page out of the lasso handbook, and just yeah. say hi to people. Be kind. It's this whole kind movement, and it just needs to be. To me, that's heroic, and it's not just when you feel like it. You know, everybody deserves respect, and just be nice. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, hero. And then, of course, if you can stop fires, do that too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well done. I know. know. Well, Wayne, you bring that out in us. Yeah. Well, sometimes I do. All right. Oren inspired in this next question from our his recently uh, disclosed FTG, uh, specifically about people who ask questions but don't wait for an answer. So, which which is worse to you, that where someone asks you a question and do not doesn't wait for an answer, or when you ask a question and they don't listen, or cut you off in that sense. I feel like my job does a lot of these. 
<laughs> in the line of work that I'm in, I experience all of this <laughs> and they, they're yeah, all equally yeah. as annoying, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, I, I, and I don't mean to, you know, um, add a third thing, but when you provide the answer, but then somebody turns around and claims that you were not helpful and just because they didn't like the answer that you gave them, doesn't mean I wasn't helpful. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. So form that question again. Okay, one more so time. I just need whether someone asks you a question but doesn't wait for you to give an answer, or where you ask a question to someone and they're not listening to you. Okay, I have mine. When somebody asks me a question but then does not give me the opportunity to answer, because now to me with yes. my OCD. Oh, somebody that's part of my checklist. I got to answer them. They asked me this. I got to answer it. <laughs> and uh, that would kind of drive me crazy a little bit. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm more apt, uh, for, for that one as well. I just, uh, again, I, um, if, if they're not listening, to, they're asking me something uh, and give me the common courtesy to just give you an answer or a reply. And, if you're going to cut me off, then why did you ask that question in the first place? That, to me, that's more frustrating um, than the other option. So, yes, uh, I, I would happen to, to agree. With Can I throw something out there that's equally mm-hmm. as annoying yeah. is when people ask questions but then answer their own question. I don't like yeah. I don't like that form of conversation that happens a lot. You know, someone like, you know, is the sky blue? Well, yes, the sky is blue. Of course the sky is blue. I'm like, oh, gosh. And just like <laughs> I'm already looking for an exit. <laughs> See, <laughs> to me, I, you know, like I, I, I'm tough on that one because at the latter part, because someone, if I ask a question and they're like, uh huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, that that dis- disingenuous engagement, right, yeah, they've tuned oh. you out. That's yeah, annoying. I hate that too. Oh, I hate that too. But uh, gosh, yeah, is it you know just what? people? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this them being insincere, right? Yeah. All right. Um, last question, food related. Going back to breakfast items. You guys ever eat oatmeal? Yes. Yes, I do. Wow, you, Brian, you don't sound. Yeah, that, that I mean, I do eat it when it. I, especially when I, I feel like I need to be healthier. But man, I don't enjoy it. Wow. Okay. 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 I, I so eat let's it, but before, I don't before you get to getting any deeper on that, do you guys prefer steel cut, rolled oats, or old fashioned, or instant oatmeal? Uh, the funny thing. <laughs> You, if you would have asked me this question like 10 years ago, I would not have known the answer, but I do have a very specific answer, and it is the steel-cut oats. And it is the more for me the texture. There's some kind of grit to them. What's I think steel-cut that, that oats? They're, I'm not familiar with that. It's, it's, think of it. If, if you were to use more of like, say, instant oatmeal, right, where you could just add the water and do your yeah. thing. To me, I and correct me if I'm wrong, Wayne, but this would be like a – Think of the instant oatmeal as your creamy peanut butter. It's more porridge. And then porridge-y. the steel cut oats. Uh, what's that? More porridge style. Yeah, it's more yeah. porridgey. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and and think of it as the more chunky uh, peanut butter uh, with steel cut. If that makes sense. I it's that's I, it's a weird analogy, but it's kind of. I hope it gives you a little bit of. Yeah. Uh, so steel cut that. typically is the way they are. The oats are processed um, at the plant, and when it basically steel cut, like what Tony said, has tends to have more texture. Uh, you when you bite, there is something to technically sort of chew on more so than chew, mo- yep. versus like so old fashioned rolled oats, which tends to be softer, uh, whereas in, and more in the middle, if you will, and then instant tends to be obviously like depends how much water you add or don't add, right? 
Yeah, and it's more pasteurized and been through a lot more processes and stuff like that. Where steel cut is kind of, kind of where you get it right at the beginning, and it's just and it's just hardier. It it kind of sticks to your ribs a lot more. It gives you that sustenance to kind of carry on without the day, and you actually feel like you have a full meal. Um, I I just like steel cut oats, um, and um, that's my preference. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everybody could see Brian's face right now. <laughs> She's just utterly like confused and like. <laughs> um, I I eat more instant oatmeal than anything, but not to say okay. that I prefer it. Um, I I'm well. Maybe if you like still, maybe if you tried still cut, you yeah, would like. You know, it. I I would if I had the choice. Or the time, or just wasn't lazy. Um, I would probably do the whole oats, and um, but for me, you know, um, we do hiking, so uh, instant oatmeal is usually a part of our our, our hiking bag. Um, also, too, um, I have a, a box of uh, instant oatmeal um, in my desk drawer at work whenever I'm starving and just need a, a, a quick something, uh, something that I can just add water to a lot of these little packets. You can add water right into the packet and just eat it out of there. So it's, yeah, it's, and a, it's already flavored. Yeah. For you. Gosh, with just a ton of sugar, it's not a healthy option. I'm not happy with myself when eating it. Um, it's, so, uh, Brian, you have a negative association with oatmeal, I don't you? I do. I do. I, I know. I, totally. I eat it out of necessity, but not. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> it's like this love hate relationship, right? Man, I didn't know you were so conflicted with oatmeal. I didn't know this either. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I hate it, but I'll eat it. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, like it doesn't, I feel healthy, it but doesn't I don't feel healthy when I eat the instant. I'm just not a fan. But, um, uh, somebody once made for me. They they baked, um, uh, uh, almost like a like a, a cookie sheet of um, of oats, and it was so good because then they they cut it into little squares and they drizzled honey on it, and to me that was the best tasting oat meal that was <laughs> or or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what you, oat loaf. I like you know? that oat. I like oat meal. I <laughs> right. like that. It's kind of yeah, it it's was a plan good. It was so good. I like I you know, I don't have the time nor the skill or or the I don't know, the energy to even want to do that, but that was good. I I really appreciate that I had that and it was good. Um yeah, I I don't have a real good answer for you Wayne and I apologize <laughs> okay. no I thought dude instant oatmeal that's a good answer yeah, that's it what, is what I'm not answer? happy with it though I'm just it is what it is embrace it I am right I'm not a poser I'm telling you I'm it's not happy with know. it but I eat it yeah, exactly <laughs> right. there you go there you go <laughs> oh there you go we haven't heard that in a while <laughs> I know right there oh. you go oh, it's the oh, season yeah, Brian yeah we're getting ready to go in that season real quick Ryan um there's one you could buy at Costco called Coach's Oats um, which okay. you could buy in a large bag, which is steel cut. Dana and I love it. And I mean, granted, it takes like five minutes or so to make it prep in the morning, but it's has that good texture body and just add some fresh fruit yeah. or dried fruit and you're good to go. All right. Anyways, stuff. well done guys. Didn't realize oats meal will be a interesting question for us today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. I didn't, I didn't Man, think it would be so hard for me Brian to answer. Was, did you notice? Yeah, I do. I saw like smoke coming out of his ears. No, just his, like his, gosh. his cranks were just like, like I think spinning. I don't prefer any of that. But you know, I guess I got to be true to me. Like I eat instant more because I'm lazy and and it's right there. 
You know, well, but, Brian, but I'm not I happy. Appreciate with your it. sincere answer there. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yes, I do too. All right, Tony. All right. Well, that concludes this episode of the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. Brian, would you like to say anything before we uh, get going? Gosh, I feel like we went on a journey. I think journey. you want to tease what we're going to be doing. I know, but you're going to tease something that we're going to be talking about next week. Yes. Uh, you know, tune into next week's show where we'll be talking about the Venom movie coming out or that that has come out and one of us has already seen it maybe more of us will see it by then but we're definitely going to talk about it and share some thoughts and opinions and did we predict some things that may have happened tune in and find out i don't know we'll see yeah and along with that we're also going to be finishing our quentin tarantino versus mighty ducks oh yes next week but yes, we will show. do that. <laughs> Our long right, so overdue. Are we finishing it or are we just project. doing next part? Oh, I don't know. We'll see. What, I, we'll figure what, it out. We're, we're going to get them all done. Yes, exactly. And uh, yeah, we'll see what time allows. But uh, yeah, that's what we got going on next week. Uh, hey, Oren, yes. where can they find us on our social media platforms? If you have a question or an idea you would like us to talk about on the show, you can do that at info at the knowledge of nothing dot com. And please follow us on the socials, Facebook, The Knowledge of Nothing, Instagram, at The Knowledge of Nothing, and on Twitter, at The Conman One. Tony, back to you. All right, sweet. And that concludes this episode of the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. And just as a reminder to everybody, you know, it always feels good to get those Cleveland steamers off your chest. And by the way, FTGCBs, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Cleveland Steamers. Really? That's how we're going to close out this episode? <laughs> Ew. That's exactly. Ew. Hey, we kept bringing it up, all right? And it was off Ew. our chest, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm not going to put Cleveland Steamers and then a bunch of letters for acronyms. That's going to be the whole, whole title right there. Right? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I do like the FTGCBs. I like that one I a lot. Too. But, uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs>